When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 2023 has not been friendly. If you're a Flames fan, you're questioning a lot of things right now. Dylan and Chris from the RGM podcast have brought in Ray, Ray Williams to discuss it. Hockey Podcast Network coming at you. Let's discuss it. Well, guys, since the uh, calendar flipped to 2023, we've had quite a few disappointing losses. Uh, we're still picking up some points, but uh, I can hear it in your voice, Dylan. It seems like it's been a rough four games. Yes, it has. What do you think, Ray? Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, you know it's supposed to be New Year, New Me, and it just I don't think I don't think I've seen anything new from these guys really it's just you know it's the same old same old they show up for one game and then they just progressively just get worse and worse as it goes calgary losing to bottom feeding teams when they're supposed to be contending is not like a new year new me thing that's just a that's just a the same decade as the last decade and the decade before it's <laughs> it's it's been a thing for some time you yeah. know we for whatever reason with with different players, with different managers, with different coaches, we tend to play to the level of the opponent. Yeah. It's it's weird, weird how phenomenon like that happened. Like how have the Minnesota Wild gone through like seven different coaches and a and different management and seven different cores and they're still playing the fucking trap? Like it, it makes no sense. Yeah. And here we are doing the same thing we've been doing for decades, losing to shitty teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the and, definition of insanity, right? Doing the same, same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah. And we just, we haven't seen that different result. Like you said, for the last, for the last decade, we've been stuck in this perpetual cycle of, of, I don't know what you want, want to call it, old school hockey or just that, that dump and that crazy dump and chase thing. And it just doesn't seem to be, to be working for them and hasn't worked then. And it's not certainly not working now. Well, yeah, in order to be successful at dump and chase, you have to have speed, physicality, and tenaciousness, right? Mm -hmm. You got to have guys willing to buy into that to get your ass to the corner and go get the puck, right? You got to be rabid dogs in there. Like and currently we, it's like Coleman and, and Dubé are the only two that can and Dubé kind of gets knocked around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Both a couple of little guys. Coleman at least can throw his weight around what little he has for weight, but you know he's he's hard to get off the puck, and he you know he's he's tenacious fights, fights and, for it back. And, he, and he fights. Yeah, absolutely. 
But I mean, what are you going to do? Send Mangiapani into the corner to go chase the puck every every goddamn shift? He, he won't make it to the corner. He'll fall over first. He'll probably fall over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's just it's it's clearly not a not a system that's going to work with the no. current roster. <laughs> it's hard to make it. I guess he could go crashing into the corner and just take everyone out. Yeah, just go cannonball style, right? And just you know, hopefully Dubé's not in the way. <laughs> All right. Well, first game of the of the year was the Jets game on the third. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, I didn't hate the way they played that this game. Um, it wasn't horrible, especially considering the Jets are, are doing so well. And I I know a lot of people have been kind of shitting on them because the Jets had so many of their regulars out, but the Jets are um 24 and 13 with mostly with those guys out like Ehlers and and Connor have been out a long like the vast majority of the season and Wheeler's been out a lot of that time and they have no no like the Brendan Dillon is and Dylan DeMello are on their second pairing you know like mm-hmm. it is what it is um they're they're just a they're just a good team um but I thought we played pretty good most of that game, though. Yeah, we took we took a few stupid penalties, right? Yeah, like we had five penalties in that game. It didn't amount to anything as far as uh, as far as Winnipeg was concerned, but it also eliminates from us being able to play our game, right? Mm-hmm. Though though we seem to be play better when we're on the PK anyway, so it may be a strategy moving forward. Who knows? <laughs> Just be on the PK and yeah. send send Dubé out there and he'll, he'll get a shorthanded goal. Oh yeah, between Coleman and Backlund and 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 Lewis and 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 Lindholm. I mean, the PK looks pretty solid for the most part. It, it does. Our yeah. PK is good. It's just the the rest of. Oh yes, there's the the three power plays we had in that game as well that also didn't amount to anything. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I, that's what I thought you were getting at. <laughs> oh, okay, should we, should we just move on from that game and, and talk a little bit about the, uh, the Islanders game? Sure, you know the the highlight of the month so far, the one win, boom, mm-hmm. taking it to the aisle. Yeah. So, let's get your opinion on this one, Ray. Um, Obviously, Lucic uh, opened the scoring in this one. Um, how do you feel about having that big hulking son of a bitch on the f- second line or first, second line, whatever you want to call it? I just, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work. I mean, I love the guy, right? Like, there's, there's, there's no, no more flame that I love more than I love Milan mm-hmm. Lucic. You know what I mean? Like, you just. You know, the guy's played for X amount of years. He's just kind of, he's kind of earned his spot out there, right? So I, I do, do I think that he deserves the opportunity to be up there with the first and second line? I'm sure I, you know, every other night or whatever the case may be, then sure, fine. But I think they just, they got to find out who's going to be their top line and who's going to gel, right? Like it just seems to be, it's not, and I hate bringing back players that aren't here anymore and, and kind of bringing up that thing. But, yeah, you know, when we had those guys, those two guys up front, we knew what we were going to get out of it. There was, you know, he, he had the speed. He had every. He essentially had everything. He had the speed. He had the path. And you had the receiving of the path. 
passes and so forth. And it was just, and it just seems like for the two elite players that they brought on in, in Hiberdo and Kadri, like it just seems like we've, it's just taken a dramatic step back. And I don't know if that's because the players can't, you know, really, and that's the one thing that I guess I kind of noticed is they, you know, they don't really receive passes from Hiberdo. They more or less try to take them or force them. Yeah. Which hasn't seemed because the guy's a passing machine, like, and he makes yeah. some pretty good passes. But it's just, and I, think I like the that's... big guy. I, I see him on the third line, third, fourth line kind of role. That's that's where I would like him because it just seems those are the lines that that kind of bring energy, and he seems to be that that energy guy, right? And I don't think putting him on the first line, putting him on the first line, I think uh, weighs down the third and fourth line a little bit more than it should. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I agree. I don't think it's a long-term thing, but it's also currently working. And I think that that you bring up a really good point there about the other guys not being able to take his passes, you know, Huber those passes. And uh, Luch is actually corralling those passes. Um, and I, I again, it there's no way in hell that Lucic on the second line or first line or whatever you want to call it in the top six is a long-term sustainable option for a competitive team. It's just not. Um, But again, part of the whole, you know, part of being a good coach is seeing that something is working and not stopping it until it stops working. Yeah. Right. And he's got six points in his last 10 games. That's, that's second liner numbers, you know, it's yeah, not it's nothing, nothing wrong with their production. Hundred percent. Yeah. What's what's his plus minus? I'm not sure. I don't have. Uh, let me check. Is I mean, it, it minus three, but that's throughout the whole season, right? And he had a really really rough stretch there. I don't know what his plus minus would be in the last few games, but um, in his last five games, it's uh, plus two plus two so yeah. i mean you but you both are right i mean obviously a team looking to be competitive in the playoffs likely shouldn't have luch on on the second or whatever line you want to call it top um, six top six you know it's that that just means that we don't have the available players to play in the top six that we should you don't have anyone better. That's right. Is, which... is it working? Yes, currently. Do I think it's it work better be... if we had a better right winger and we could put Toffoli on that line? Maybe. Probably. But you also have to remember yeah, Toffoli, right. Toffoli was still having an issue with, with Rubido as far as receiving that pass, even though you know he's he's right up there in goals. So it's it's really bizarre. Yeah. Um you know the the experiment so far with with sniper man. <clears throat> I think you know if he could hit the net, that'd be great. Aside, I mean, if he could hit something that's not a post, like. Well, I was going to say that he pots those things, those posts he's been hitting. We're not even having this conversation. We're talking about how great he is, and he's right going to the All Star game. At this yeah, point. exactly. Well, he, like. <laughs> Like yeah, how many do you think he's right? how many how many crossbar or posts do you think he's had this year? It's got to be up and around 12, 13, 14. It's got to be a ten. Yeah, it's got to be ten plus. Like holy yeah. shit! 
for sure, without question, ten plus for sure. Because I yeah. think he hit like four in like the first three games of the year. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he. I think he was tied last time I checked. He was tied for second in the league in uh, in posts. That was uh, somebody posted it. It's a damn shame because he's got a hell of a shot and he 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 can be a scoring machine. He's shown it in the past. I mean, he's not he's not getting sixty, but you know he's 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 done well. I he's one of the only guys that I really don't have an issue with. I hear too many people talk about how slow he is and whatnot. I don't see him lagging in the play. He's always right there. Most of the time, no. They're, like, there's the odd time, but it's not noticeable enough to to care about that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think when he first came in at the uh, um, last Valentine's Day, he he was a little slow, and I think that was part partly conditioning and partly all that extra. Um, hockey he was playing when you know making it to the stanley cup finals the the year before and then and then getting traded halfway through the season the next year like you know shit happens and he was slow last year but this year he's really uh he seems to be in pretty good shape um but yeah no so he hasn't like keeping so up with Luke the play pops, what's that he's been keeping up with the play the only thing i do notice that if as soon as we gain possession, whether it be sustainable or, or just briefly, whenever we you know, gather the puck in our own zone, he's flying up the ice. Like he's already starting to go up. I would yeah. like to see a little bit less of that because he's not the guy that I want necessarily trying to split through two defenders on a breakaway. No, he's not Connor McDavid. Right. So I, I would like to see a little more defensive accountability from him. But it's at the moment, it's not costing us anything. So I'm, I don't have that big of a deal no. to to talk about it on. So it's fine. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe you put him with Kadri and he lights the world on fire too, right? Like that's that's the one thing I don't think I've, that I've seen enough of yet. <laughs> and I know how you feel about Kadri, Chris. <laughs> you know what? But. I I was excited to get him as a player. I mean, you know, be damned what I – you know, my, my personal opinion of, of the garbage that he's done in the past in the playoffs and stuff like that. That I mean, stuff's kind of, uh, I'll leave, off. I'll leave it there in the past. He's, he's got the flaming sea on his, on his chest now. And so I'll, I'll let it ride. The one thing I really, really need to see less of because it bugs me a lot is every single play, as soon as he get touched and he's on the ice or whatever, he's throwing his arms out, looking at the refs, like, Knock it off. Just Doing the McDavid, a, yeah, I got you yeah. on that. Like, be a man. Get back in the play. Like, you're, you're, mm-hmm. the play is leaving the zone. Quit fucking around. Like, and it's, to me, he just he tries to skate through guys instead of around them, and like he's not the biggest player, right? Like he's he he's mm-hmm. he likes to get nasty and stuff like that, but he's not as big as a lot of those guys and he's trying to skate through them instead of around them and Mm -hmm. then he wonders like it's not interference because he's got the puck right Right. like he's and it wouldn't and if anything it would be interference on him because he's like skating into the guy himself right yeah Yeah. the other guys just skate like you know what i mean 
you have to it's, go around the defender, not through. It's it's a weird concept to initiate contact and then complain about contact. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you on that too. Him trying to go through guys, I always seemed him. I always found him as that kind of elusive guy that kind of just sneaks up in place and sneaks up behind. Yeah, and, and he's so much when, better when, at when that. It matters most. You know what I mean? It's what he did in Toronto. It's what he did in Colorado. Yeah. And it's just for some reason he's just I don't know he's he's kind of got you know he's on the he's on the flames now and he almost like he's trying too hard. Yeah, maybe I, I, I don't to a certain extent show show maybe show down how tough he is or whatever the case may be that he's not soft and he's not this and he's not that right. Maybe maybe I mean, he's he trying to get up there and just you know take the team and like make the team his. Maybe he's just trying like like you said trying too hard, but maybe he's he really wants the flames to kind of be his team. Right. And, and he's trying to prove that he's, you know, maybe captain material or something, but, but, uh, Fair enough. Know, cap, mo- most captains, you know, that aren't, you know, Zidane Chara, they'll probably try and skate around somebody instead of through them. Yeah. <laughs> Chara yeah, can right. skate through them because he could. But... I think they Chara's going to say Chara can skate through anybody. Yeah, yeah, but so speaking <laughs> of Kadri, was the goal he scored that game against the Islanders? Was that that really nice one from the goal line? Yeah, yeah, that like he purposely banked off of Arlamov's helmet, right? Yeah, 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 that sounds right. Yeah, 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 no, that like, and when he's not doing silly stuff and he's actually like shooting the puck and using his skill it, he's he's a good player he's a great player I, I yeah he showed it there and you know we we got goals out of Coleman and Zadarov as well and um yeah I, I mean that that was a good game um I know that the Islanders were coming th- through they were on their back-to-back I think that was Varlamov's first game in in quite a while, and and the Islanders were missing Barzell, right? So, yeah, it is what yeah. it is. It was yeah. a good win. We we, we but needed you have it. you have to take advantage of that situation, mm-hmm. right? Where they didn't take advantage of a situation well, was was the next game against Chicago. Exactly, you know? they didn't have Kane, and they're Chicago, and they're Chicago, <laughs> they're Chicago. Yeah. Well, a point of reference to what you said about the Winnipeg game, right? And Winnipeg not having Ellers and not having uh, Connor, right? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, they're a good team because they're finding ways to win even though their top guys aren't in the lineup, right? So, I mean, he, while Barzell was out, you got to give the team, the other the, the Islanders a little bit a little bit more more credit than that, right? I mean, yeah. it's, the Islanders are not Matt Barzell, <laughs> right? Even though he's yeah, a yeah. part of it. That's right. Um, and Calgary just played a complete hockey Calgary played that game the way they played all the first five games of the year this year right and when they played like that it didn't matter who they were playing they were unbeatable they were Um, they do they were fantastic yeah yeah absolutely and and to to your point do you remember a few years back when giordano i think it was a knee injury he he, maybe a shoulder injury he got knocked out with i can't remember what the injury was but then the team after losing their best defenseman, won ten games in a row. Was that his yeah. bite? When he tore his bicep off or something like that. Was I it? I can't remember what the injury was. I just remember being like, ah, shit. There, there, there's our season, right? Yeah. And then they won ten games in a row because sometimes good teams do that. 
Well, right. everybody stepped up. Everybody stepped up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, the Chicago game. Um, let's see. Uh, first career goal for Lucas Reichel. First goal of the season for Colin Blackwell. Man, that's a Calgary thing to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 If, if you've got a, a player that hasn't done something, hasn't had an assist or a goal, in, in a calendar year or has never had an assist or a goal, just, just wait till you play Calgary because it'll yeah. happen. Just be patient. Happen. Like, how many times, how many times have we heard that from, from the broadcast? Well, and it's not inaccurate. It's true. No, that's what I'm saying. Like how many times it's been a lot of fucking times over like the last decade. It's like, that's where you go to Calgary to get out of a slump, score your first ever. Like it's it's unbelievable how many how many times it's happened. And as and as soon as they announced it on with with Lucas, I just went oh, yeah, another one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, shit. His dad played for Calgary, didn't he? Like years years and years. Lucas uh, Robert Rakel. Yeah. Yeah. Years and years back. Yeah. That's um. His... Yeah. But yeah. I mean, we squeezed the point. We squeezed the point out of aggressively rebuilding Chicago, um, which is great, uh, I, I suppose. I guess one point is better than no points, but um, Max Domi. I mean, know, Max I mean, Domi had a really good game against us, and now every Flames fan and their grandmother is like, we need Max Domi. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. No, we yeah. don't. No, we don't. <laughs> we, another, we fucking don't. An- another, an- another small left winger. No, poor, we don't. Poor man's Kadri. Not even that. Like it's just he's a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want him. There's yeah. nothing about him that I want. No. Um. Yeah. Nothing. But you know, g- <laughs> I guess good sign here. Shubido picks up a couple points. Um, Lucic sets him up really nicely there. Uh, for for that uh, one timer goal, we need more fucking one timers. Yeah. Um. But Kadri with a goal in back to back games. Yeah. And then an overtime loss because that is also a Calgary thing to do this year, apparently. Um. One one thing you haven't talked about last overtime when we won. It's been it's been some time. Yeah. One thing you didn't uh, mention there, and and or or even on the the other two there is. You know, Elias Lindholm quietly going about his business with a goal, goal and an assist as well. Yeah, no, he's he's after a relatively slow start, he's really stepping up. And it's good because you need your, you know, quote unquote, number one center to uh, to produce and, and to, you know, continue his sulky ways, yep. um, which I do think he's been pretty good at this year. Um and then if you move on to the next game, I'm actually um, – I think it's been about 15 games since I said this, but Mangiapane had a good game. He did. Yeah. Um, yes, I actually did. phoned into 960 because Pat and I always have arguments about about how fucking bad Mangiapane is this year. <laughs> and uh, I actually yeah. straight up said, I was like, hey, man, your boy – Almost single-handedly got us a point against against uh, the Blues. 
who is somebody we need two points against. We need to start winning these games that are they're not even in our division, but they're like three points back of the wild card spot that we currently are in. Well, yeah, you know, with where where the standings are right now, if St. Louis beats us in regulation on Thursday, tomorrow, yeah, what is that? The twelfth of uh, January, they'll actually knock us out of the wild card. Yeah. So, yeah. So we need to win against these guys tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and we need to do it in in regulation. Like we had a three goal lead, or sorry, a two goal lead. We scored three three. Uh, actually, all of them were pretty decent goals. A nice yeah. deflection from Backland, where it was actually. I've been screaming about this all season. Like, we need to get in front of the net. Right. And like uh-huh. every time I started talking about it and how it, it's been like three games since I've seen anybody get in front of the net. Every time I started talking about it, that happens. So maybe I should just continuously rant about it during games because that, that so. was a really nice deflection. <laughs> Kadri had a nice one a couple days, you know, a couple days before. Um, and what about the silky hands of, of Kadri for that, for that, pass over to Milan for that goal in the first goal in the first period. Like that was nice. And it's funny. I had somebody arguing with me about, Oh, one of the reasons we got to get Lucic off that line is because he won't pass to Kadri. And then I messaged them. Eh? I was like, uh, how about when that was like the most deliberate pass to Lucic <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and he nailed it. Like there's, Every aspect of that, Luch, like a freight train going towards the net. You know who that reminded me of is Shane Doan. That's a Shane Doan goal. Yes. Yeah, yes. One hundred percent. Fair yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, and let's let's not forget, right? In the last five games, Luch has three points, two goals, and an assist. Yeah. I mean, the man's just made for winning. Now. He is. I <laughs> suppose. Well, hey, let, let it ride, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you got to ride the hot it's guy, working, right? But I don't know if it's like a, it's it's not sustainable. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's I agree. And and one thing I mentioned in the last show, um, when it comes to with Luch being on that line with Huberdo, it's it seems to really create a lot of space for Jonathan to be able to skate around and do his thing, which is nice because then he can actually get a good full vision of what's going on with, with the ice and he can yeah. make, make the appropriate plays and the, the appropriate passes and actually quarterback, you know, that line properly. Cause, cause Luch is, I mean, he's been hitting again. He's skating his ass off every shift. He was always involved in the play right now. So, I mean, he clearly Milan is not excited. like giving the puck away much or like, he's no. not like, like he's, he's clearly excited to be doing it. And so, you know, keep it going until, you know, until that luster wears off and then, you know, make the change then. But I mean, from what I'm, I'm seeing, I, I feel like at least, at least another five games, keep and it like, going. The whole thing that Sutter is, you know, he preaches is ac- accountability and earning what, what you're getting. Right. Hmm. And what, what Luch is doing right now is he's making Sutter not move him down. Right. 
which by is what you want. Well, That's... by being a fucking good hockey player right now. Now he probably should have he should have been scratched for those three four games he was scratched because he was fucking bad for like two weeks before that, yeah. right? But then he came back and he proved something, right? And now he's again not sustainable, but. But why would you break something up that's uh, that's working currently? So basically what you're saying, Dylan, is he's doing what any AHL player that comes to the Flames for one, two, three, four, five games, what they should be doing to mm-hmm. stay in the lineup. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, you're going to have to impress Sutter, right? I mean, that's right. You got to do <laughs> something. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. You can get called up as much as you want, but unless you, unless you change that guy's mind about where you oh. should be playing. Oh, you're talking about play wise. I thought you just meant being six three two forty. No, no, I know. No. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> well, in that case, they should be bringing up that big kid from Durango. Yeah, There's, yeah. Uh, what is it, Klapka? <laughs> yeah. I got to see him a couple of nights ago. Boy, is that guy big. Yeah, he he's a big huge. kid. He's a big kid. Like he's and he plays forward too. I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, like this is insane. Yeah. He's clapping on the blue line, but they just no, yeah, <laughs> no. He's just going right towards the net, and we're gonna use that big body the way we need to. And here we go. That's pretty much all you can do. Yeah, I think I think Dewar looked pretty good against St. Louis. Me you know? too. Let's talk about Dewar for a second. Um, he's the right guy to be brought up for the role for the fourth line the, role for for Richie being out. Yeah, you don't. Bring up Zary, you don't bring up Phillips, you don't bring up Peltier to take Richie's spot. You right. take up Dewar because that is the type no, of player no, Dewar no, is. Yeah. Right? If yeah. Dewar is going to be successful in the NHL, he's going to be a third or fourth line grinder. Yep. Whereas Zary and Peltier, if they're going to be successful in the NHL, they're going to be top six forwards. They, exactly. They have to be top six, right? Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, he was all over the ice. He was he was hitting. He was he was showing his speed. Um, you know, made a, made the odd mistake. It's going to happen. He hasn't spent a bunch of time with his line mates or with the team, so is what it is. But I, you know, any anybody that comes in and, and is noticeable with energy, is fine by me. You know what I mean? Like if if we if we would have seen that kind of effort from Phillips. Phillips would still be playing for the Flames. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. We just saw a lot of floating. And he just looked lost, right? Yeah. So let's have a quick... Before we move on to to uh, a little game we're going to play after our, our uh, ad break, let's talk real quick about the goaltending situation. The one, the one that had uh, Vladar... Coming in to rescue like a wounded dog in Markstrom. Like what's what's going on with Markstrom? Like he he went he had a good couple weeks there and now he's back to looking like the last two games. And like the thing is I don't know. Yeah. Like that that like most of the goals he let in, or two of the goals I believe he let in in uh, Chicago. He did that like fall over, reach back, miss thing, 
And then you're like, okay, he's back. He's going to be good in St. Louis. And the first thing he does is fall over and reach back and miss. And you're just like, what, what's going on? How in the hell did he get the start in St. Louis? See, that's another question. I don't know. Like, like Vladar takes over in Chicago, stands on his fucking head. Yes. Like it makes what three, four, ten bell saves. Yeah. And still can't get himself a start. Like, god damn it, Sutter. I'm not gonna be like, shocked, but I'll be pretty appalled if he's not uh if he's not starting tomorrow in St. Right. Place. Absolutely. He should have started the like, last game. Like, I don't know what's going on with Markstrom, but there is definitely something going on. Yeah. So he needs to start less games. Period. I'm thinking, well, I mean, I think Vladar, Vladar's earned it. I think he's earned more starts. I mean, yeah. you know, like you said, he's been, the team seems, to be, you know, he came in on in the Chicago game and played lights out. And, you know, he seems to be kind of saving, saving the team more times than not. Why That's not, right. why not do the same thing you're doing with Lucic and ride? That's off, right. Let him go. Take, take, yeah. take the leash, take the leash off and let, make him lose, make him lose the spot essentially. Because Markstrom's already, Lost it in my in my in my mind, at least from a yeah. from a fan and, standpoint, where it's like enough is enough, right? Yeah, Absolutely. and I don't think I don't think they should. Here. I don't think they should just ride Vladar like all the time. They should just kind of send a message by like you know throwing Vladar in for St. Louis and Dallas, and then Markstrom in for one, and then Vladar in for a couple, and then Markstrom in for one for for two three weeks. Just give. Yes, are two starts to Markstrom's that's 100%. one. 100%. That's exactly that was kind of, kind of where yeah. I was going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Flip flip the roles, yes. right? Flip the roles. That's it. And yeah. it wouldn't even be flipping the roles because Sutter doesn't play the backup like he should, right? Yeah. You know, he started the, the 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 thing he was very vocal about at the beginning of the season is he wants Bladar to be able to get one game a week. Well, Sutter has not been true to his word at all. Vladar has just counted those all those games uh, where Vladar started in a row. There, I think he's counted all of those and just like spread those throughout the next right. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that doesn't give you gimme week, Sutter. Yeah, (laughs) play the goalie that's better at the moment. That's how you win games. Like, like I understand you want your your. $6 $6 million man to play through whatever is ailing him. We don't have time as a, as a team to sit through whatever's ailing or whatever's going through Markstrom's head. Yeah, Get him out of there. We're in a wild card race. We're in a wild card race where the two teams underneath us and, and the, like the Oilers, the blues, I can't even remember who. Oh, the, the Avalanche and us are all within like three, four points of each other all the time. We need to keep pace. We don't have that's time right. to to worry. Like that's right. Got them go with what's going to win games. This will be the one time that I probably compliment Edmonton. But look what they did with Skinner and Campbell. Right, Campbell came in on the big contract, five million dollars a year. You know, Skinner was unsigned at the moment. Yep. And Campbell just completely fell off a cliff, essentially. I, and now the kid goes in and he plays. And, you know, for the most part, minus having no defense, he's been playing pretty good. I mean, he's had our number now. 
yeah. twice, right? So what's why not give it a try? Why not give it a shot? Who knows? Maybe a catch lightning in a bottle, right? And this kid freaking, like you said, two to one, two starts for him. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the kid wins, you know, 18 games. And the next thing you know, instead of a fighting for a wild card, we're, we're in the top four. I mean, you have to do something because it's just mm-hmm. what you're doing, currently doing with Markstrom isn't working. It's not working. That's right. It, and, le- and like it happens sometimes. Young young goalies can't like I'll count Vladar as young, but like young goalies can catch fire. Like fucking Freddie Anderson got hurt and then uh, Peter Kachekov went in and won 10 out of 14 games like with outstanding numbers. Like yeah. sometimes it just happens. That's right. That's right. I mean, well, well, there's a couple of teams that are like that where their backups have kind of kind of come into place, right? Yeah. So that's why you have a fucking backup. That's right. Yeah, your 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 main guy is is tired or struggling or whatever. You you put the other guy in. It's just how it is. Right. No, I, I will be severely well, the point is too, upset right? if if Lidar doesn't start in, in the uh, second game in St. Louis. Yeah. I think, what were you I, think there, I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna say, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You got a goaltender that's under a no movement clause anyway, so what's he gonna do? Leave the team? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, he doesn't really have any options at this point other than to let the other guy play, right? It's yeah. like, well, that's right. The only well, option no we have is don't like it anyway. That's right. The only option we have is if, Mark, if, if if Markstrom decides on his own that he wants to leave, then that's our best option, really. Right. Like just yeah, well yeah, that's at that, this point he's playing. I just don't have, know how you go from being a Vesna candidate to being like like a trash lid, like a trash can. Like it's yeah. just and I, I mean sorrow did like the God. same like, thing like, at the beginning of the year. Like, goalies are fucked, man. Well, no, they are strange. They are they do have a different mindset. That's if, for sure. If if you take the uh, shutouts away, like take those games out of Markstrom's season so wait a second if you take all of the best games he played away yeah go ahead all his numbers are on pace for his career average okay but you're taking away all of the best games that he played last year yeah all nine was it nine or ten i can't remember how many shows so that's that's an eighth of the season yeah okay i'm sorry taking taking away games it's right. fucking silly to me. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is, and 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 you and I have this conversation a lot. I will give him credit on those on those shutouts 100 percent like without a doubt. Yeah. But we also get shut out on occasion, and we talk about it was because we couldn't get pressure in and we're doing perimeter shots and shit like that. When that's our what defense, happened. That's part of what his his success was last year was the team, and the absolutely. team's not doing that this year. The team's fucking shit in front of him this year. Exactly, and the team's way better in front of Vladar, which is another reason why you got to start Vladar because the team. See, and you know what? I I I will disagree with you on that. If you look at the Chicago game in particular, the defense was no different. Oh. Ladar stood in, in on his that fucking game, head. Yes, but in general, it has been good. But like, it has yeah. been better in general. Um, 
and you know obviously there's outlier games like when you replace uh, uh you know markstrom in the middle of a absolute shit show of a game you know right. what i mean um, and 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 again for vladar starts i'll say at, at some point your vesna finalist goalie your needs to play your, like it. your six million dollar goalie needs to be just that yeah right because defenses break break down in front of goalies 20 times a game yeah make the save yeah just make the save that's what you're paid to do i'm i'm so no, fucking i'm so fucking tired of the oh the whole team in front of them make the goddamn save could you imagine if we said the same things well, about okay. about mika kiprasov the team in front of mika kiprasov was fucking garbage for most of the time yeah he made the save yeah make the goddamn save that's what that guy stole games you know what i mean (laughs) exactly i'm so sick of the it takes five players yeah it takes five players no it takes one fucking player do your job make the save well, it's almost like it's End almost like when he's. I mean, it is a it, it is a twenty four player game. It's a twenty three player game. It's not just a fucking one player game. And I, I agree. do agree with you that yes, he needs to fucking bear down and make the saves. But yeah. like now, when I'm, the I'm defense not... is crumbling in front of him over and over and over and over, sure, it's it's not ideal for him i'm not gonna say sure oh, you know he you know it's always an excuse because it's not he lets in soft ass shit a lot a lot absolutely but, but i mean that doesn't like, help like two on ones happen what five to ten times a game every game in the nhl pretty much yeah how many of those do you think go in one two if you're not calgary yeah right yeah that happens Defensive breakdowns happen every single game. Oh, for if, sure. If if professional goalies around the league were like Markstrom, scoring would be up 25% in the league. Well, scoring is up quite a bit this year. It's probably no, from what it is right now. Oh. <laughs> that's like I understand it's going, it goes up every year. I get that. I'm saying if if there was 31 other teams that had goaltending like Markstrom. Scoring would be up 25% in the league. Like, as as nothing to do with defense. Right? Make the save. He's 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 having just a garbage year. He's having an off year. And I obviously I'm gonna defend him on the games that were, you know, we lose two to one, you know, because we're not scoring. But I mean, like like you games, gotta score and you gotta Right, we need I mean, three part, goals part and, of scoring, and all that. But... Part of scoring is being able to fucking get the goddamn puck out of your end sometimes. Part and of another sco- part of scoring <clears throat> is to actually aim for something that's not the goalie's chest. Right. <laughs> and also part of scoring is not needing to play a de- defensive role to compensate for goaltending. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Right. He's been piss poor. He Again, he had... That those few weeks there where he looked like he was coming back and then he just fucking collapsed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, hard, it's hard to he watch. He had like five or seven games in a row in December there that he was looking like he was coming back. It was great, right? 
But since the new year, he's been terrible. And he started yep. every game. So that I put on that I put on coaching. That yep. I put on coaching. That's fair. Yeah. Anyways. I'm I'm looking at uh save percentage uh uh right now for mm -hmm. you know goalies who have started quite a bit here. And he's in a sea of starters, actually. Jordan Bennington, Jake Allen, Martin Jones, Bobrovsky, John Gibson. Not good starters. Right. I was gonna say Thatcher Demko, Spencer Martin, Jonathan Quick, Philip Grubel. Like goalies are not good this year. Like, what's what's the highest one? There's a 938 and a 924. But like goalies have not been very good this year. A few of them have been able to raise, but like goals are up this year a lot. And again, Markstrom hasn't been good, but anyways. Uh no, I'd rather him stop them easy ones than stop the really dramatic, great ones. <laughs> me too. No, me too. Make the easy save. Yeah. yeah. Make the easy save. If you're letting in, you know, a fourth opportunity where you're fucking, the rest of your players are running around like fucking idiots, that I can forgive because mm -hmm. that's not completely on you. But But if you're letting in squeakers like the two in the Chicago game followed by the one in the in the um St. Louis game. The one there's in in my opinion there is three goals that should not have happened. No, I'm just Louis. saying the three the like the three I'm talking about looked the exact same where he fell right. over and tried to reach back and the just like Yeah. Yeah thank have, thankfully Sutter Recognized an offside well, yeah, it's like for that it's like last one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was yeah. bad. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, shall we uh, oh, break okay. for a uh, for an ad? Sure. Yeah, we'll do that. Sure, why not? <laughs> All right, I'll take a break, guys. So I will uh, be right back. The NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action is good. Why bet NFL playoff anywhere else? I'm definitely using this this weekend when my Niners are taking on uh, those darn Hawks. It's going to be a good game, though. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with THPN. Minimum age and some restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. All right, guys. Well... I've got a little game to play with you two. It's going to be, I'm going to make it pretty quick because the episode's dragging on a little bit, but um, a little game of over under. I'm going to 
give you a player or a team or something um kind of what they're on pace for and uh if if they're gonna go over or under it and you guys are gonna tell me which one you think and that's pretty much it yeah. that's uh we we did one was that beginning of the year or yeah before the seasons was that before the season started before this yeah 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 i remember that yeah nice. um so this year rasmus anderson is uh he's got five goals and 22 assists for 27 points he's on pace for about 54 ish points 53 54 points um his career high is 50 which was last year um he's already tied his career average in goal or sorry his career high in goals mm-hmm. um so do you guys think he's gonna go over 50 or under take it away ray i'll take the over yeah yeah i mean he's been playing pretty well and he seems to be getting a little bit more confident shooting that puck a little bit more which is good because it seems when that guy shoots a puck good things happen so um, i'm gonna take the over on this one yeah i'm i was gonna say he's gonna be closer to 62 um, the way he's been leading the rush more and more every game, it's it's very noticeable. He's super confident in the offensive zone right now, and I think good things are going to happen because of it. So I'm going to say give or take one around the 62 mark. Nice. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm probably about the same. Uh, well, I think he's going to be just around 50. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say exactly 50. Hmm. He'll tie. So you think he's going to have, have a, a worse second half than, than first half? Uh, most likely. I think the rest of the team is probably going to have a better second half, so he <laughs> won't need to score quite as much. <laughs> but I do think he's obviously going to break his, his career high in goals because he's already there. Um, he's probably going to score around uh, – nine or nine or ten goals yeah um Fine okay elias lindholm career high 42 goals but he's only on pace for 26 this year mm. i'm going to ask you guys over under 30 because obviously he's starting to get better and scoring more so 33 I think he'll get 33. Ray, what about you? Oh, you had to go over, right? Uh, you know, uh, see, I was going to be right on that 30 mark, but I, unfortunately, I think he's going to fall short by one. I think it's going to be 29. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. I think he's going to – I agree <laughs> with Chris on this one. I think 32, 33-ish. Um, he's speeding up. He's only got 13 goals, but he's – definitely speeding up that that's my thought anyways um and the team around him is going to get better so i mean it has to (laughs) if if only he could be as good as magic pony get 35 (laughs) Uh, speaking of as good as magic pony lucic has four goals this year Mm -hmm. um he's not going to get 35 
<laughs> no, but I'm going to ask, is he going to be over under 10? He's got four. He's got four? No. No? No, I'll give him seven. Three more the rest of the season? I don't know. It depends on how long he plays on that, on that line, right? Yeah. What do you yeah. think, Ray? Sustainability. He's going to, yeah. 10? I don't think so. I'm going to have to agree yeah. with Chris. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I reached a seven, little bit on that. One. Seven or yeah. eight. I mean, I would love to do. I'd love to do this six more times, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. I think I think eight's pretty fair to say. Yeah, I could go with eight. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Okay. One. One more. Um. Naz is on pace for thirty-two goals, which I believe is would tie his career high. Um. Yeah. What do you guys think? Over under 32 goals for Naz. Ray, you go. I'll go over. 34. Ooh. Ballsy. See, I was going to say 37. Oh, wow. I I really? feel I feel like he's like he started the season hot and then had that lull for a bit. Mm-hmm. I think currently he's loving playing with Huberto. And I don't think he wants that to end. So I can see him busting his ass to really keep it going. Yeah. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'll say 37. Yeah. I'm going to go under. I'm, I'm I'm going with 28. Always a pessimist. Not always. I said Luch is going to get more goals than both of you motherfuckers. Yeah, that's fair. Like one more goal. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, so, so here's an interesting one. Yeah. We've got four forward prospects who are kind of, you know, on the cusp of, of being called up uh, or being played sometimes, maybe. Um, Walker Dewar. Matthew Phillips, Connor Zari, and uh, uh, Jacob Pelche. Yep. Currently, they're they've combined for three games played. Are they mm-hmm. going to have a combined fifteen? Fifteen. Yes. Over under. Under. <laughs> yeah, definitely under. Yeah, like I mean, unless we start losing bad and we're like out of the playoffs, I think that's the only way. Scorched or rebuild? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I I agree. Yeah, if things are really in the shit a month from now, two months from now, then Sutter gets sure. fired. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. it'll be closer to ten. Doer's gonna get another game or two. You know, probably we don't know how long Richie's out, do we? Oh, we don't. And that that's um I've kind of I've heard rumors, I don't know how true it is, that that could be kind of a serious longer term thing, but I, I don't know for sure. Yeah, like I don't I don't really remember seeing any sort of announcement from the flames at all on that. Yeah, no, that's like I said, rumor. I haven't mm-hmm. heard anything from an official source. Yeah, so that being said, Dewar will could potentially rack up that that number. Yeah, you could potentially get like a I few in there. Hey, I don't think Phillips is playing another game. No, I don't specifically want him to. Yeah. But. 
I mean, I, Pelche will probably get, I'll say two, two, two three, maybe, yeah. you know, just to see what we got in him. If a center goes down, I could see Zary coming up, but I, I don't think, uh, I don't think Sutter's going to throw anybody in. I guess the horn is out too. So I don't know. But, yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there's somebody. Yeah. What happened to him? Zahorna? I yeah. don't even know. Like both Richie and Zahorna, like at least I saw what happened to Richie. He was like yeah. shaking his hand going off, but I I have no idea. I haven't heard I I know they're both hurt, but I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah, at least with Gilbert we knew what happened, right? Yeah. Well <laughs> man, that was a hell of a punch. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hell of a punch. Hey Ray, when was the last time you were at zero latency? Oh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, that would have been um, that would have been New Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. We were there for the little uh, for the little uh, orphans Christmas. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, yeah. That's when you sent the picture of uh, Malcolm with uh, with Big Earn, right? That's that right. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, even the even the flames uh, like to celebrate gatherings at uh, zero latency on tilt a uh, vr specialty facility it's uh it's a really cool establishment they've got you know vr for i don't know how many how many people do they throw in there like i think they can get up to i think they can get up to eight there's eight yeah i was gonna say between seven and ten so yeah i think you're right with eight it's a really cool place if they've, they've got you know, big screen TV is a great place to watch a game, whether it be Flames game, whether it be Sunday football, whatever the case may be. They've got a you know open bar with food. They've got pool table. It's got a little nice little lounging area to sit and chat with your friends. Really, really cool place. I'm going to be throwing a link up in the description of this podcast. But also with that, uh, Dan from Zero Latency is also authorized me to hand out a $25 voucher for their for their building so you know can be used for drinks could be used for actually playing VR you know whatever whatever you choose but you're going to have to win it if you, if anybody that is watching wants to win it hopefully you're in the Calgary area if you're not then come to Calgary and check it out cuz it's really super cool <laughs> Um, I just need you to comment. I need you to comment in in here, and I'm I'm looking for an answer. In an episode that that we had a you know can't remember if it was the last one or the one before that might have been the one before that I can't remember one one to three episodes ago. Dylan and I were discussing kind of our our favorite moments since. Uh, well, I guess was it in in Flames history well, it was or, since 2004? It was 2004, right? Yeah. So. So obviously we picked a, a super moment uh, being last year, game seven uh, against Dallas in overtime with Johnny with that goal, catapulting us into the second round. It was a big moment for the Calgary Flames. But we also picked what our favorite moment was since 04. And if you can answer that question and put it in the comments, you're going to be put into the draw for $25 gift voucher for zero latency whenever you want to use it. All you have to do is uh, provide your answer. Uh, if there's one, if there's two, if there's 10, they all go in a hat and I'm going to draw it. I'll uh, draw it on uh, on the next episode. So 
if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Awesome place. Awesome staff. Just go and have some fun. Sounds like a blast. Uh, when they come down to Calgary, I, uh, if we've got time, I'd love to go down there and check it out. That's right. Yeah, you're coming coming to Calgary for the uh, Chicago game at the end of the month on the 26th. I hope It'll it's be not fun. quite as much of a shit show as the last one. No, it won't be. No. <laughs> yeah, VR place is dope. Honestly, yeah, it's it's pretty cool, man. You never you've never seen VR like that before. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, <laughs> without a doubt, it's yeah. it's fully immersive, man. It's it's quite intense. It's it's a good time. I yeah. played some some VR video games. My buddy got the Oculus system a couple years ago, I think, and I I tried it out a little bit. It's really cool, but I've never actually been into a VR room, so right. uh, so it sounds like a blast. Yeah, it's really neat. It's I mean, awesome technology and and uh, and and the experience here is top notch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Plus, like dome hockey, maybe you and Ruback can go around, you know, go up around the dome hockey. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good, right? <laughs> All right. Well, I got a couple more uh, non-flames related uh, over/unders for you guys. Just uh, some pretty crazy things happening around the league. Um, so I'm gonna start with what seems to be everybody's feel-good player, or a lot of a lot of people's feel-good player of of the season. Um, in Tage Thompson, hmm. he's right. on pace for 114 points right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, not bad, yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna say over under 110. I'm gonna say 105, which is still crazy good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not taking anything away from, but I mean, he's had a, an unbelievable first half of the season. It's like every other game is a hat trick. He's had a, a, a four goal game, a five goal game. Like, yeah. No. What do yeah. you think, Ray? Over under one ten. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the young Sabers, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. I or I'm gonna go over by one. I think he'll get 111. He'll get 111. <laughs> you know, think about that team. That's not gonna surprise they, me either, right? Yeah. No, like they're a high scoring team, right? Like they let in. Way too many goals, but oh, yeah. they score a shitload of goals. I'm, and I don't really see that changing. And the way Thompson plays, he has so many tricks in his bag. Like he is fun to watch. I'm gonna say over as well. Probably one. I think he's gonna meet his pace. One fourteen. Fair enough. Yeah, there it is. 105, right. 111, 114. I like it. And Alex Ovechkin at 37 years old, he's on a 58 goal pace, <laughs> which is fucking absurd. Yeah. But and and he's done it with Dylan Strom and and uh I don't even know who else, Connor Sherry on his line. Uh, because Backstrom and Wilson have been hurt, and now they're back. But is he going over or under 55? You know what? I'm not going to be one of those guys that gets caught in hating on Ovi. I'm going over 56. <laughs> <laughs> Might stick Vladimir on you. I I will be that guy. I'm going to say 48. Which is still crazy for a 37. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. no, he's – yeah. 50 is my number on him, but 50 is, yeah, that's fair. 
he's getting that record. Like, oh yes, without question, he's not leaving NHL until he gets it. I think. Oh no, even right, the, but like, it's not even like. I think yeah, it's, it's going to be another year and a half. Oh, easily, easily, it'll be another. He's obviously not going to hit it this year, but yeah, it's no. it's just a, it's just a matter of time. We're all just passengers on the OV train to to pass pass and Gretzky. So let's uh, let's enjoy it because <laughs> and it's it's fun to watch too because he's also. Man, he's a wrecking ball out there. He's his he hits and he fucking destroys people. Um, well, they threw oh, that up there. Yeah. They threw that stat up. He's like he's got more hits than the next four guys behind him combined. Yeah. Well, Chris and I were talking earlier because I've got him on my fantasy squad. We were talking about guys who like even when they're not producing they're still getting you fantasy points because they're hitting or whatever. Ovechkin had six shots on goal and, and two penalty minutes today. And he didn't even have a goal or an assist, you know, like, yeah, you're doing something to help the team. Right. You can th- I can say all that hit and you can thank team Canada, the junior team when he played against team Canada and the juniors and they were, <laughs> they, they beat him up so bad. He left in the second period and then he gets in the NHL and all of a sudden is he's not only a scoring machine, but he's a wrecking ball now too. Yeah. Well, he hits like a truck. Like he's solid as fuck. He's a big man. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I really appreciate that you, that you use that as a, as a, as a means to acquire more fantasy points. Cause I do remember a discussion in, in in our league where you're i won't say complaining but you're saying you think it's dumb that that players are rewarded with penalty minutes too i uh, do think it's dumb yeah but like i always draft i always draft (laughs) marshan because of that yeah right like i it's always something i do in fantasy but it is stupid that they're rewarded with penalties Mm -hmm. but anyways um last one speaking of rewarded with penalties and marshan the Bruins are on crazy, crazy pace. They've only lost four games in regulation so far this season. Yeah, it's been They're on real. pace for 137 fucking points. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> no, I, that, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to say 125. Okay. Who's their Still starting no. goaltender? What's that? Who's their starting goaltender? It's Mine not, is Omark. Omark, yeah. Real, what? Yeah. No way. Yeah. And Linus Allmark one A, Jeremy Swayman one B. And they're projected to get how many? One thirty seven. They've lost four games, oh, right? No, they're not. They've lost four games in regulation and they've lost four games in overtime. They're I can't remember exact thirty eight, <laughs> four and four or something like that. Thirty six yeah. oh, four. They better, four. Start, they better start losing it now before they start losing when it matters. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's a chance. Not a chance. I'm no, say, 120 though. The over under is 120 on that one. I'm going to say 114. That's still yeah. enough to still, win. Yeah. <laughs> it's still likely going to win the president. Um, hopefully in, you know, in there, hopefully it doesn't end up being the president's curse. Right, because they're they're gonna have to face Toronto in the first round, so they can eliminate Toronto in the first round. There's only one way to do that. I hate it when they do that, man. It really sucks. It pisses me off. 
<laughs> what with Toronto? When Toronto the first round? Yeah, when Toronto. <laughs> that's like better. That's like better. That's you know, <laughs> when when I'm when I'm crying about my own team, I just look up the screen and go, "Oh damn, Toronto just lost seventh game again." Oh man. Oh man. That's right. <laughs> Round one, game seven. Toronto oh, looks kind of like maybe next year, guys. Calgary against <laughs> fucking Chicago the other night, where they just give up fucking goals like nobody's business. So should they just call themselves this, the the sixty sevens? Yeah, I think they, they should, should change the name to get rid of the Leafs. They should move to Ottawa too. Agreed. Ottawa sixty sevens. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, Ray, you think they're gonna get one twenty? Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. I, I just, I just think I think they'll start slowing down here a little bit, and you'll see kind of some different changes in the lineup. I guess once they get closer to the once they get close, once essentially, I think once they get to that point where they've they know that they've clinched the president's trophy i guess because i mean that's a lot of points i think i think you'll see them start to kind of just rest some of their guys they're gonna rest some of their guys but they're gonna have to look at the age right of of a lot of their players they're gonna have to rest some guys marchand bergeron blah blah, blah. but like the first month of the season they didn't have marchand or mcavoy and they're still on pace for 137 it's fucking nuts yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I still yeah. think they're under the off 118. 118, yeah. Which is again, that's that's President's trophy, like almost mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. 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 I, I can be with you guys. I think I think 120. I think right on 120. Wow. Which is still pretty fucking crazy. That it's not yeah. 137, but it's crazy. Imagine yeah, if they actually get there. They they lose eight games all season. Like that, that'd be that'd fucking be insane. Did you know damn well what's going to happen? They'll be knocked out in the first round. Oh yeah. So yeah, then well, was, exactly. so they go from losing eight all season to losing twelve for the year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we've learned anything about the president's trophy. See, yeah. It's not really the thing you want to be going into the playoffs with. No, no, <laughs> no, no! Don't don't grab that trophy. Right? <laughs> just, just don't even don't even look at it. Just get it off the ice. Yeah, put it put it in the trophy cabinet, and yeah. we'll look at it later. Yeah, we'll 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 have a look at that in 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 June. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, like they've been playing unreal hockey right now and and winning games like handedly too right like they're and not structured like yeah handedly yeah it's not like they're ending like all of our games even the ones we're we're winning they're nail biters right up till the end and it's fucking stressful but boston fans are like sitting back and stopped paying attention halfway through the first and mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's nuts. i mean we we beat the islanders four to one and i was still worried yeah right? I well, shouldn't that's... have to feel like that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, that was my biggest worry. That others were going to say that I was just like, okay, what's well, so when does the wheel? When do the wheels fall off? You're like, at what point yeah. in time do we start to go back to what we've been doing all year long? And exactly. thank God it didn't happen. I was like, oh, maybe they've turned a new page. Maybe they've they've kind right. of figured this thing out. And then nope, then they go to Chicago. And yeah. All kind of dope. <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, something's gonna have to give here with the Flames. It's uh, it's frustrating to watch. Um, 
Yeah. Well, I'm kind of tired of, of them just always. I'm I'm tired of them always saying, "Oh, we're gonna have to grind out every game, and every game's gonna be a one goal game." Just score another fucking goal. Like, come on. I'll tell you what, win a one goal game first and foremost, and then we can talk about all the other things behind that. But until and they then, can they can do that, win a two goal game or a three goal, or a four goal game. Yeah. Win yeah, but- win some games. <laughs> and that's it. and that's all they have to. I mean, I don't even care. They don't even have to be the prettiest win in the goddamn world. I just want, I just, I just want, I want three points. <laughs> I mean, in I their, want, I, want in two, the... I don't want one. I want, I want the whole kit and caboodle, right? And I, <laughs> enough of this half. Oh yeah, shit. absolutely. Sharing points. That's in in, in their more. defense, they they won the last two games of of December by one point against Seattle and Vancouver, but. They lose way more than they win of those games. Yeah, way more. That's yeah, just it's just tough to watch being in the building, supporting the team. You know all that stuff. I mean, I mean, it really doesn't mean anything, I guess. But yeah. just you know, for guys like us that have been around for a long time and been fans of the team, we've seen we've seen them at their absolute worst. Right? It's just it's kind of disheartening that that we just haven't we haven't turned that we just haven't turned that last page in that chapter yet and it's just the more and more it goes on the more frustrating it gets and i mean social media has a lot to do with that too right it does right like it's just it's frustrating being even on the only your own fan pages is frustrating right because yeah. it's just you can just you can see the passion and the anger and it's kind of it's starting to boil over a lot more now people are starting to get a lot, a lot more vicious with their words to, to their fellow fans but yeah i've had to message a few people in in the flames hub and be like hey dude <laughs> like we're all trying to cheer for the same team here we should probably yeah man, it's just sports like we're yeah, not out to bring it down we're not these guys know these guys know exactly what we're thinking because they can see what we're thinking because it's for all for all to see you want to see it right right. so i think we just all need to calm down and i think you know like that the the team's got to figure out what they want to do right and at the same time certain players yeah but like at the same time don't be saying people aren't fans of the team because they're being passionate that's like quite the opposite of what's happening well that's always that's always the stupid comment that i see the most it's like my most hated comment in facebook sports world is well you're not a true fan or you're not a real fan or or whatever the case yeah, may be yeah the real fan or or i mean how many times do we say oh you sound like an oiler fan back off like every like, no, no, every don't, team's don't... fan base says the same things about their teams yeah. Like, you know what? I'll give the Calgary fans this. I'll give them as much kudos and so on and so forth with the other Canadian teams that we've seen. Mm-hmm. At least we have enough dignity, even though when our team is not playing well, that we keep our jerseys off the fucking ice. And that yeah, needs, I was going to say, I haven't that seen that. absolutely now. needs to continue. Yeah. Although I did see oh, over the summer, I saw continue. some people burning. I had I, I had to rip a guy a, a new one there because he. He was trying to share a bunch of videos of him burning all of his old jerseys and stuff. And I'm like, like, you paid like how much for that thing? At the very least, there's some people downtown that could really use a shirt. Like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's ignorant to do somebody like that. He's probably, he's probably buying all his shit off China and they were 20 bucks each. Yeah. He he was just trying to flex, but, but still it's, it's it's, so stupid. Yeah. The, what you're showing is fucking stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Well, anyway. it's childish, right? It's 
like it's what children do when they don't get their way, right? They throw temper tantrums. That's that's essentially it's the adult version of the sports temper tantrum. Oh well, yeah, this yeah. guy this guy left me and, and uh, so I'm gonna burn his jersey that I paid <laughs> you know one hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for, and then I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna buy another two jersey. That's right. And if I don't like the way that goes, I'm gonna light that on fire too. Because well, I got my money and I can do it. It's just give, like you said, give give the jersey away to the homeless, give it to some less unfortunate children that are yeah. fans of the team or whatever the case may be. But just yeah, keep it off the ice and keep yeah. a lighter. Yeah, like, be, yeah, an, ad, away from be an adult, right? <laughs> or at least if you want, we don't want to watch it because we don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, when I when I was a kid, I you know. We weren't we weren't poor, but we weren't you know rich or anything. But like we didn't, you know. I would have loved to have had a jersey. Like my mom would never spend two hundred and fifty bucks on a fucking shirt, right? So I would have loved if some person who was tired of watching their team lo- lose just gave me a fucking Christian Husalius jersey. You know what I mean? Like I would have been like. This is fucking incredible, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, that would, that would be pretty awesome. I I think more people on social media need to I mean when whenever I'm at that point where I'm ready to just vent I put my phone down and I just kind of go I'll just be here in my basement by myself for a good 30 minutes and thinking about what's going on. And then I can come back out and I can see go back I just and, talk to- <laughs> and then I can respond properly mm. like a like a grown up. Yeah. I just talked to the I just talked to the wife, right? She's she's a Colorado Avalanche fan. Um she's been a little Avalanche fan for a long, long time, but it's yeah. yeah, usually when I start getting angry and I want to start flexing my feelings about how I ate the team, I usually just <clears throat> well, honey, they're not doing this and they're not yeah. doing that. And she, well, you know, you're right. You're right, you know. It's, it's okay, honey. Like, well, and you know, and, it'll be and your wife is an athlete, so uh, she like, gets okay, it. You know what? Yeah, your wife is an that's athlete exactly as well, it. so she that's gets exactly it. it. She like, she knows sports. Top, she played at a top level, so yeah. I'm like, you know, yeah. I'll take her her uh, her opinions any day of the week, right? Because she understands it better than most. Straight, and yeah. that's the thing she says. Is just, honey, it's just it's just a game. It's just sports. You're not the one playing it. So just imagine how bad you feel right now. Cause you can guarantee those guys feel about twice as worse as you do. Right. Oh, absolutely. And that usually saves me from saying, you know, oh, well, so-and-so's this and so-and-so's that. I mean, as much as I don't like certain guys right now and their, their ability to play the game, I know, I know they're beating themselves up far worse than I could ever hope to hope to do. Right. So and I'll just, tell you kinda... one thing, our team specifically, like, very rarely can I say they're not putting work in like like quite often they're just like like either they're getting unlucky with shots or they're shooting when they shouldn't be but they're fucking trying like Mangiapani is a perfect example of that he's always trying he's just bad at staying on his feet like but he's always trying to do something fucking crazy. well he's just having you know he's having one yeah, it's one of those things too, right? You get the dollar, you got the dollar number put beside. You know, if the guy was making, you know, two million or whatever, we wouldn't fucking give a shit that he hasn't scored fucking a bunch and he's minus fucking six or minus four. Well, he's probably minus four now after last night. But it, you know, like if it wasn't if he wasn't getting paid five five point eight million dollars, people wouldn't care. They would not mm-hmm. care if he was making nine hundred sixty thousand. I mean, be like, oh, 
Okay, well. well, they care a lot less. That's for sure. I, I'm, I'm one of those people. I've never cared about what the salary is. I've never, I've never blamed a player for their salary. They're trying to get whatever they can possibly get. That to me is on, on the GM. There's two, I've, there's two signatures on that contract, right? Yeah. You know, Brad overpaid Manjapani by by a mil, two mil, right? Everybody knows that. But wasn't it the arbitrator that came back with that price tag? No, I mean, no, they beat the arbitrator on that one. Uh, oh, okay. Cap Cap Friendly says it was signed from arbitration. Okay, I thought the last yeah. one was signed yeah, from I'm arbitration, sure and they wanted to beat it this time. Arbitration offered him. Yeah. I don't know. I Either. could be wrong. I I thought they skipped it this time, but yeah. I could be but wrong. It's that whole dollar thing, right? You put the dollar amount out there, and there's a certain, you know, especially from fans, there's a certain expectation well this guy's getting paid paid five million five point eight million dollars so he's he's got to be scoring yes. 30 goals he's got to well, be scoring 30 goals right that's right they, they don't think about what else that player brings to the table like people piss and moan about michael backland's contract like get fucked no no it wasn't like, arbitration yeah like michael backland i mean when he's scoring and and getting assists it's phenomenal that's not why he's on the team no like he's one of the one of the one of the top five shutdown centers in the league. He's he's the oh, second best shutdown like, center in the league. If you look at all the fancy stats, I was I heard a interview with uh, Dom Lecision or whatever. If Patrice Bergeron didn't exist, Backlund would be like far and away the the, the guy, right? The guy for the Selkie this year so far. Right. Oh, easily. Easily, I mean, he's always been kind of, kind of there. But like you said, like what's you, know, you got for Dish Bergeron, the guy on the other side of the ice, right? And it's like, yeah, well, that's tough competition. That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, that's like um, that's, if this competition is you can get that trophy. Yeah, but yeah, people piss and moan about Backlund's contract all the time on social media. It's like, no, no, he's 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 not it's there not for that. Contract, what he brings to the team, though. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. That's what you I'm saying. What I mean? Like. He's a great two-way hockey player. You know, the mm-hmm. guy can score, and he can shut guys down at the same time. Who wouldn't want that? Could you imagine if you got if you got one third of the shutdown ability that freaking that that Backlund has, and you put that over to Connor McDavid? What would how how right. how great of a generational that guy would be? I mean, he's great now, but you would you'd never hear the end of it. Oh, he's the best two-way hockey player, generational two-way hockey player and scorer, or whatever the case may be, right? Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to have to put you on We understand pause. a lot of and what when, he brings to it. When have you ever heard an end to how great McDavid is? You're not going to see it on uh, Sportsnet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. No, well, yeah. it's kind of funny I how we like, don't well, we don't have to listen to Cassie Campbell anymore, but yet we still have to listen to other people talk about McDavid, yeah. like just as much, including Ray. Apparently, all right, Connor Bernardo coming. I guess forget about. Got it. Hope so. <laughs> so, so, so we're doing our uh, our our tailgate meeting at work uh, a couple days ago, and we're discussing Bedard and potentially what what team is going to go to and things like that. And so we've decided that we're going to collectively uh, grab a hundred bucks between between myself and and the staff, and we're actually going to lay a bet in Vegas. Oh, on Bedard becoming an actual bust. 
A bust. Oh, yep. you're gonna go the old. Uh, you're gonna go the old. What's his name there? You're gonna go the old Alexander Degg route, aren't you? Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's, it's solely based on his size. I think he's going to have, yes. a, I believe he's going to have a difficult time in the NHL. I don't believe he's going to be a bad player, but I don't believe he's going to be the player that he's being projected to be. That's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah. He's a phenomenal talent and he's going to show it sometimes, yeah, but absolutely. it's not going to be a game in game out thing throughout his career it's going to be he'll show flashes and but he's going to realize like people are already like lining up to draft him in the first round in fantasy next year and i'm like are you like first of all he's going to be on a bad team and he's going to be like he's probably like what do you want him to get 80 points in his rookie season you want him to be team of salani no he's going to be he's going to get like 45 points like calm down i mean realistically yes but i mean like the money line is like a thousand to one on what on, on him being a birthday on, on him being on him uh being a, a bust and or half of the projected uh uh production yeah that's not a terrible bet i you know what as far as i'm concerned it's 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 an easy one really we're we're splitting that uh five ways with with my guys and it's worth a shot oh yeah and and that being said like obviously i hope that the the kid comes in and rips up the league i would love to hear more about bedard and less about mcdavid because Mm. you know obviously because of where we live but the only the only only thing we're going to be happy to hear is when he leaves (laughs) right yeah yeah because one of them is leaving, if not both of them. I can guarantee you, if if, if Edmonton I mean, keeps going down the slippery slope they're going down here, it's it's not looking good for for those guys re-upping up, re up and by, by the time their I mean, contracts come up. Well, that's it, right? Like, win. I, I honestly thought that beating us in the second round last year would give them a boost, which I'm like, yeah, that's all we need is more ego from, from Oilers players, right? But but like Colorado has a team, not two players. Correct. Well, that's exactly that kind of team's <laughs> only going to take you so far. I mean, I'm sure you can score in bunches, you can score a lot, but like you said, you come up against a team like like Colorado, or you come up against a team in the Stanley Cup Finals and a team that like Boston and how Boston's playing right now. Boston mops the floor with Edmonton. We're not even getting to five games. Yeah, yeah it's not exactly. But it's also. The, the one thing with Colorado, though, right? McKinnon's contract kicks in at the 12 mil next year, right? So yeah, they're, they're going to grand more than they're, they're, they're going David's. They're going to instantly be less of a team, right? Because they, they won't be able to keep everybody. Obviously, yeah. you know, they got rid of the cadre, I mean, got rid of cadre this year and whatnot, but, but they, but, but they won. So that's right. Yeah. Uh, but that has been something that I've been talking about for, I don't know, two decades. How did they win? Because yeah. he didn't have two fucking players making over $10 million a year. You can surround your players with good players and not just have two elite players and then have garbage at the bottom. That's how you win games. Well, yeah. I mean, the That's how you win championships. What is it? I want to say, I mean, 
probably the last team that was built like you're saying, right? It's mm-hmm. like everybody on that Kings team when they won their two cups there were just they were really good teams, but they were really good teams from top to bottom. Right? I mean, you had, right. a, you had a, a stellar goaltender in Justin Quick, but then he had Anze Kopitar and. Well, the, their biggest like, all those guys, offensive right? star at the time was like Marion Gabrick. That's Carter. right. Carter. Jeff, yeah, and, like none of those guys are superstars, right? No. They're, they're all star players, but none of them are like superstar, like top of stars, the Yeah, exactly. Players. But even if you look at superstars, like you look at a team like Pittsburgh that won, won uh, a cup or two before Sid's big contract kicked in. Like... And, and what's and, Sid's and big contract? Like eight? I, I don't even know. Yeah, but at the time, you look at percentage, right? Yeah, yeah. At, at the time, yeah. it was it was huge, lot, right? But... Yeah. So, like, when you think about that, like, they're winning the championships and then getting paid. And Taves and Kane won two, and then was it two or three? And then it was two, I think. And then their they... contracts kicked in, and then they never won again. Right. It's funny how that works. Even those, even those Chicago teams were defensively. Those Chicago teams were pretty fucking good too. They were, <laughs> I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I believe they won their first cup and then they got the big contracts and then they won another. But I, they, I, I think they yeah. signed an extension and it kicked in after. Is that what it was? The second cup. I could. Second cup. Yeah. I could yeah. be totally wrong, but either way, it was. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, it's, but it, it just goes to show that you got to build, you got to build the right, you know, you can have superstars, you can have generation talents all you want, but unless you put the right players in place around those guys, it's, it's not going to amount to much when, right. when time out, when, when it matters, right? I mean, sure, you can be, you know, I mean, you, you highest scoring at, team in the regular season all year long. If it doesn't finish with the cup, then what's the point? That's right. You got, you got a team like Edmonton that has two guys with 47% of team scoring. And wonder why they're scraping by in a wild card spot. Like, I mean, we're. Well, I think if you put them on any, well, I think if you put Connor McDavid on any other team that's in the playoffs or in the playoff hunt right now, that team wins the cup. There's no question about it because they sure. have all that's the right. other pieces in place. They have like the Connor McDavid at like seven million dollars a year. Well, yeah, Connor Connor McDavid and still being able to sustain the cap, which, I mean, I don't know what, what. 12 million looks like at the trade deadline as far as cap it's got to be what four five oh if it's a two-thirds of the way through the season i think so yeah. something like four yeah four sounds right two-thirds yeah okay it's four four times four times three is it's 12 12 yeah yeah so i mean that's not bad i mean if you can trade a, a contract away at the deadline to bring in, obviously, an elite or superstar, just, or just get somebody hurt, and then they can come back and come back. Oh, you know, day one of the playoffs, even though it's you know what, every once in a while, your your Tampa fan fandom comes in and comes into the podcast, and you're like, "Throw them on the LTIR, eh? You know, maybe <laughs> throw them on the LTIR." <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I think it's a fucking stupid rule, but it is a fucking rule. It is a rule, and yeah, it's allowed. It's fucking stupid. Thing is, is they were the only team that voted against it during the collective bargaining agreement when they brought that when they brought that rule in. 
Yeah, but they somehow managed to like make it pay off the most. I think it's absolutely hilarious. I love every yeah. minute of. I think it's hilarious because yeah, first opportunity or next opportunity they had for it, they just went, "Oh, actually, you know what? We'll show you how to do it." Yeah, that's right. We didn't like this rule to begin with, but we're going to use it. Yeah, damn right. Oh yeah, thanks everybody else for voting against it. Yeah, well, Vegas almost got away with it last year too. Thank God they didn't make. Could you imagine all those guys coming off? Like Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Patch ready, freaking Stone was a defenseman there from L.A. that they got from L.A. Him coming yeah. back to like yeah, Martinez. Yeah, Martinez and Eichel. Yeah, right. Martinez, the guy that scored that overtime winner in the Stanley Cup uh, game. I don't know if it was game seven, but it was game six, I think. Stanley Cup for the Kings, assisted by Toffoli, won the cup. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Not a nightmare. That would have been a nightmare for the league because you know all the other teams would have been knocking at the do- league's door going, okay, this has to change. We need to change this now. Yeah, this, is, this <laughs> needs this to end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> well, do we do we end a Flames prod- podcast on uh, LA Kings yeah. winning the cup? Sure. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Daryl Southern and Tyler Toffoli winning the cup. boy. Well done. There you go. Way to twist it. Yeah. Yeah. Way to twist it. Well, gentlemen, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun talking shop with you guys for for this fine evening in between a couple of St. Louis games. Let's hope that Thursday's game goes uh we're gonna win just, seven to two. Just ooh shit. Oh wow, that's wow. That's that's hitting a home run, all right. Mm-hmm. We'll, uh, we'll I was going to say we're going to we'll talk wager the after the after the show, eh, Dylan? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't put this we'll show up until after. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can uh, can we discuss? Can can we find out who's starting in net first? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm Dylan and Chris. Thank you very much for coming on the show, Ray. It's it been was a lot a of fun. Thanks for having me, boys. Until we meet again. Cheers. Cheers. Go Flames. Good job. Go Flames. <laughs> Cheers.